and welcome to an all-new Marvel cast, Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel. A place to talk about everything MCU and beyond, from Avengers and Defenders to Thomas Shepard and William Kaplan. My name is Ashley Hobley. Joining me today, Ultimate Kira Marchant. It is I brought to you in colour, I promise, even though this isn't a video podcast. This, we are all fully coloured. Welcome to the explosion bunch. Where the explosion bunch? Explosion bunch. That's the old names. What's up? It's Kieran, Ashley, Dylan. The explosion bunch. That's the wow. theme song, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also joining us, astonishing Dylan Blight, songwriter. Hello. Yeah. Well, I feel like he ripped off Spider-Man, you know? <laughs> it, was, it kind of turned into Spider-Man, but it was yeah, obviously it supposed to be a Brady Bunch reference, but <laughs> I was like, I don't remember the Brady Bunch theme song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a story of a guy called something. Something, a I don't know. lady called something. I never watched the movie. I never even watched a TV really? show. Really? Yeah, no, I've, only ever, I've only ever seen the movie. I feel like the TV Fully. show was on, like, every single... Yeah, I've seen bits, but I never watched like a full Every episode. Every single night, I think it was like yeah. before The Simpsons. Maybe that's why I watched it so much. Nah, but you know, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so today we're talking about episode three of One Division, now in color, directed by Mac Chankman, uh, written by Megan McDonnell. Uh, Wanda's pregnancy fritzes her powers as she and Vision prepare for an, an accelerated delivery. Uh, again, continuing to be interesting, I think. Uh, Kieran, what did you think of this latest episode? Man, this is, I think this, um, it, it, it really pulled the covers back on some stuff real, like a lot quicker than I thought it was going to in terms of a little bit more about what's going on. Um, I understand now why I think a lot of media, when they were given the review episodes for this, were given episodes one, two, and three. Uh, because I think episode three really does cap off the the mystery behind, uh, not cap off, but really kind of start pulling you in more into that mystery about what's going on, um, and a bit more detail. And I think um, it, it's gonna this show is gonna get real dark real quick for a variety of reasons. I think, and I'm and I'm 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 here for it. I'm interested. Dylan, how are you feeling? I love this shit. That- this is some good shit. Fucking, I finished this episode. I could have nearly post play again. I was like, I'm all over that. This is this is top tier shit for people out there who are like, man, I don't like. I got sick of Marvel movies. I just feel so sad that they're missing out on how good this show is. That's how, that's how that's how I'm feeling at the moment. I'm feeling like if you if you're not a Marvel fan, it, which you know, to fair, I get it. You know, <laughs> to a degree, uh, those some of those movies, even I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> but boy. Worth, it's worth catching up on at least anything related to Wonder and Vision to be watching this because you're missing out. This show is good shit. Yeah. Uh, and if you just want those quick catch up, there is uh, Marvel Legends is like that thing they're releasing with it. Where they did. Like doing... it, you, you'll probably find better versions on YouTube. Oh, really? By fan, oh, <laughs> fans, I bad. think. Okay. Only like eight minutes, aren't they? Or something like yeah, that. they're in like eight minutes. They're like, just recap what happened to those people. But yeah, I think you can probably find a better version on YouTube. Like, like cut together better and like stuff. But yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So obviously, this episode we get Wonder and Vision having babies, apparently, in like very quickly. Yeah, what's up with that? 
Yeah, I just. Well, so I mean, I don't know. I was, I was, I was wondering if you wanted to jump straight to the. I feel like it's hard to not talk about everything that happened in the episode without linking it back to what is revealed at the end. You know, so right, let's start with the now ongoing question: What the <laughs> fuck is happening? I think I was right, or kind of right, last week. To be I honest. think I think everything we said, right, honestly. <laughs> I, I think, think we were all right, stuff, kind of. <laughs> we were like, it's all merged together into this one out there reality that what's going on. I still think it's a town that's like covered in oh, a Wonder is. Dome. It is. It's like no, a Wonder it is. Dome, though. It is. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying it's like all my it all is. your jokes about Stephen King's the Dome, to the, the Simpsons movie. That you were saying it was though. Now she, she went. I I. Look, this is how I read it. This is how I read it. I think this comes into the baby. Wanda is making some. There's, I think there are some people in there that are straight up uh, fake, like Vision. I think they're all fake. Oh no, actually, no, I don't. No, I don't. I disagree uh-huh. with that because they had that weird little scene with that lady asking if her earrings made her look fat. I think that the show because we, we're taking the first episode as. That's where this event started. I think a lot's happened prior to that, mm. where these people are kind of being trapped and they've had to learn that if they don't want to get fucking killed or like their memory wiped or disappeared or something like that, they need to play along with what's happening being caused by Wanda is, is the way I'm taking it. And I think everyone's not under a spell anymore because that's kind of what I thought at first. I think a lot of them are just having to play along for their own safety and reasons. And I think some I th- of them are. Some of them are. Some of them like um, what's that the name? His name Agnes or something, whatever. Yeah, Agnes. Um, I she still, knows. I'm. She knows. I think she, she. And there's all those theories that people. Remember, I mentioned last week. All those theories people reckon like she's the witch or whatever, and she she may be the one actually causing all this. I I think that that's very plausible. I don't think so. I don't think Why? anymore. I don't think so anymore. Just because of the fact that I think the biggest thing I've been questioning. Um, or thinking about since watching the episode is the conversation she was having with is it Herb the other guy's name? Herb, was, yes. Yeah, with Herb. I've been questioning their conversation when it came to oh, I can't remember her name, the uh, lady that actually went Geraldine. in and act- Geraldine. So the conversation they had because multiple were like, okay, my first was like they were like, okay, oh, did she go in there? I can't believe she go in there or whatever. So at first I was like, okay, Geraldine is an outsider and they don't want her to uh, be interrupting things. But now I'm like, no, maybe they they were worried for Geraldine being like, if Geraldine fucks up, she's going to end up having problems. Because I feel like anybody mm. who goes into this town gets, if, um, if uh, Wanda realizes it or just by steady natural fact... Is, has their memories wiped? And I think what we saw with her in when she talks about Pietro um, is her starting to remember shit and being like, "Wait a minute! Like this is what's Ooh. actually going on." Um, I was a sword agent sent in to do a mission, and then she very quickly kind of falls into that again and falls into that memory um, kind of place again. And that's why when she's like, um, she seems like she doesn't know what she was talking about a couple moments later. I think that's legitimately the character doesn't know who, what she was talking about again because of the See, spell. I, t- I think that Geraldine is well aware of what's going on. I think that she broke into the bubble somehow 
to try and stop Wanda or find out what's actually happening. But, and yeah. I think that I think that when she entered uh, the bubble or whatever we're going to call it, all of her clothes changed just magically, you know, the, like it all just automatically yeah. changed. And I think she never realized that she had the sword necklace on because that was just all of her clothes and everything was created based on her her mind or whatever have you. Mm. And I don't think she realized that she had a sword necklace on and the sword necklace was created because she isn't actually a... Uh, a the sword agent. Manifestation of yes, a manifestation of like that person. So they gave her a sword but necklace, I and she never realized she had it on until Wanda pointed it out. Hmm. But also, I, I think once I think I think she was an agent that's gone in there with a mission. But once she's entered the town, and they didn't realize this would happen, she got put under the same spell, and she lost her kind of yeah, understanding plausible. of what she went to do. Like she just didn't know what she was doing in there. Um. I th- yeah, it could go anyway. The other thing I'd say to tie it back to last week where I was pointing out that what's her face his husband went missing. I, I'm going to say now that he got blasted outside the dome last week as well. Uh, remember how I was saying that, like, she, her, uh, what was it the wife, you know, the. From episode one. Vision's yeah, boss. Wanda's. Vision's, we, boss. Vision's boss disappears for episode two, and he was like, oh, he probably wouldn't be there. I'm going to say that he got blasted outside the dome. I'm going I'm to stick by that. So if he or shows up again, that's Maybe my, he just choked. In real life? In real life, yeah. One of the things is, the people on the outside were very prepared for somebody being blown out. Yeah. Like it it happens regularly. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's happened a couple times, yeah. Yeah, like they were very prepared. Like there was a lot of people rushing to it. Um, From what we could see, there was like a small like tent facility that's been set up on the perimeter of this city, of this town. Um and definitely what the thing you can note where you can definitely tell that this is all of Wanda's creation, the effect that was on um, the woman as she was blown out of the town was the Wanda's kind of red smoke. Are you laughing? Because I forgot Geraldine's name yes. again. Yes. <laughs> I forgot Geraldine's name again. It's the whole thing. Um, but as Geraldine was fired out, it was Wanda's red kind of special effects that were around her as she got flung out of the bubble. Yes, that we is... saw many times on the pelican or whatever throughout the, yeah. the, the episode. The, the, the stalk. The stalk, sorry. Yeah. Stalk the pelican. Um, so as to the... As to the the babies and everything, I guess the, the big key key question with the the babies is well, I guess it's three really. Is a has she actually created babies that will if they tore down the bubble would they still be there? Uh, B is did she get pregnant because that was like a desire of herself, or C did she get is this all part of the evil person that's trying to do this plan is the end goal something to do with wanting visions, uh, vision and wonder child, well, which is a tie back to the comic that uh, the original storyline. Be the. I think it's well. The thing is, the same thing for the kids can be applied to vision. What is vision? Does is vision able to exist outside of this town? Is vision a completely incorporeal manifestation of wonders? own kind of understanding of vision but also at the same time vision acts with a lot of self um kind of control in many ways yes. like he and he also in got this episode it seems like he's starting to realize things on his off. own yes yeah obviously but with his neighbor soaring into the concrete the concrete wall. for some reason yes, yes. but also with at the same time yeah 
<laughs> At the same time, Wanda has full control over Vision. When Vision starts to ask you that something's wrong, she just glitches Wanda him says, out. She glitches him back and resets it. <laughs> so... Which, I mean, looking at the end of episode two now, the beekeeper, I'm going to say that was someone breaking into the bubble. Yep. And that's yes. why she was like, yep. no, and got rid of him. Yeah. I, th- I presume, like, we saw it, t- we saw an hour and time get rewound. I reckon that motherfucker got blasted halfway across the, <laughs> the, the city <laughs> Which is, and yeah, then outside the bubble. Somebody was trying to investigate and the beekeeper suit was some kind of, was what they thought was a protective. It was just a hazmat suit. suit. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, in reality, third episode for, for a show that everyone was complaining about, oh, those first two episodes, we have no idea what's going on, blah, blah, blah. I feel like episode three, even though it spends a lot of time fucking around with the the jokes and the, yes. the the comedy of this episode with the the pregnancy and stuff, which is fantastic. Fantastic. Um, by the end of it, you're like, wow, I actually have a lot of. You're really starting to put together what's sort also, of happening here now. On top of all the narrative writing, can I say this is the the cinematography of this show is fucking amazing. Like the actual um, like camera direction of this, where um, when the piece is in the kind of the clipped version of it where it's black and white or it's in like the technicolored there it kind of seems very good it seems bright the moment it goes widescreen you start seeing a lot of the kind of finer details with it or you start seeing the back of the sets being um Mm. not cut properly or you start seeing more details in the world around it that just seems more off i thought was really impressive i thought that was really a, a further detail in cinematography that I don't think is often applied to Marvel movies as well as kind of added another layer to this world of, um, not mystery, but this world of, of unusualness and things not being quite as they seemed. Yeah, definitely. I, I thought it was interesting that the, like, behind the neighbours was like a backdrop of their house or whatever. Yes. It was an actual street. Yeah, yeah an, ob- yeah. an obvious fake... Yeah. Very fake back backdrop. Very yeah. fake, yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess my big question going forward is: Is Wanda doing this herself, or is someone making Wanda do this? I guess. I think someone's tricked Wanda, and she's unknowingly participating. If that no, makes sense. I think she's all in on this. Really? I think like that would make her a bad guy. Started, but the way she didn't start it, but how she is now, where she is very happy and content in the situation i think is because and the thing that makes me now think that even more is the advert in the the uh, hydra soap advert that happened halfway through this time which in one hand could be just the kind of the more relating to her past traumas where um hydra offered these powers and like this change for her as a way of escaping the world that she was previously in. But also it's a very like the, the baths open everything. And then what they were talking about in that trailer was, this is how you escape reality. And this is how you make your own reality that you have full control over. And I was unsure of that until the very end where Wanda quite clearly made Geraldine fuck off. Like she quite clearly <laughs> dealt with that herself. Like, she went that home. Was, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, she like, that was some fucking, that turn, some, that was that turned that's that's some like horror level it was actually of, quite tense so yeah like horror level like hey don't don't worry about that i've dealt with that problem like that's just oh fuck like um yeah it's it's one of those things where i'm i, I think she's a lot more in control of this than we would seem but and somebody else is taking advantage of this but 
I think she's got this world and everything he's her making. Yeah, I yeah, I it's it's hard to argue that she's not participating. I just don't know how because like the fact that you know when she recognizes things, be it the beekeeper, be it the Chuck and Geraldine out, like there's there's definitely signs where as soon as she realizes something's up that's outside of the her reality that she wants them to fuck off. So it seems like she's aware enough at times where she has to break, break her character to a degree, you know, like her character within the, within this town, the wonder of this, this town. Um, it's just, it makes you wonder about the fourth episode though, since we've now broke the bubble, we've gone into widescreen at the end of this episode. You're like, okay, so is episode four, like, like we're doing nineties or eighties TV shows now, like whatever, or is episode four more of, okay, well, we're outside well, now. What's outside That's, the bubble, yeah. Yeah, like what's happening now. I think know? we get a contrast between the two. I think we get some scenes inside and outside the bubble, and there is a quite clear um, filming difference between the two of them where it does jump between the widescreen, more kind of clear modern day stuff in outside the bubble and then go back to the 80s or 90s stuff inside the bubble in between because i still have dreams of a seinfeld opening and a friends opening (laughs) parody galore maybe no once maybe the kids get older and that will make make it a bit easier yeah trying to think of any sequels with little babies i wouldn't be surprised if next episode the kids are just straight up like 13 yeah, and I was surprised that we got to um, Billy and Tommy so quickly, but we, we they're here. And they're Which I said, I said, Young Avengers. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> you know, it, it could be a thing, but that's it. That there was their names in the book, so you know, like I said. And I think wasn't it confirmed this week that this happens immediately after Endgame? I don't know. I I've never, I haven't I've seen anything about timeline this week. Okay. I don't think we, for for all we know, this could be after the Endgame. This could be after Civil War. Really, like after mm-hmm. Infinity War, you mean? Oh no, it'd have to be after Endgame. After Endgame or after Civil War? Why would it be like, after Civil War? Well, I'm saying it could be. Like it could be set during that timeline. No, of, there's what, no way you would have. No, where Vision actually is actually alive. Yeah, could be. I don't think it. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm just leaving. All, I'm it, leaving all options over. Like, the, the, like I presume it's set is, after Endgame because that would make the most sense. But I'm, up like, until this point. MCU in general has had a very forward path linear-wise, except nah, for Spider-Man, Ant-Man, and, Ant-Man and Wasp, which was the Captain only Marvel. movie that's really... and Oh, Captain Marvel, okay. Yeah, it went back in time. Spider-Man's the one that actually it, fucked it, as far as I understand. So, as, soon as, they did Sp- as soon as they did Spider-Man Homecoming and they were like, oh, we're, we're starting the movie with like this flashback time period and all this stuff. Because up until that point, it was like every Marvel movie, you just knew in your head, like, this one is after the other one. And this yep. one's after okay. the other one, and now and now they're like, yeah, now nah, fuck that, we're we're all over the place now. These movies go everywhere. And then when they actually said when Guardians take place, like Guardians technically takes place, like in like the nineties or whatever, like early two thousands or whatever it is. I can't remember. You know, like those aren't in order either. So Guardians, no, Guardians doesn't take place uh, chronologically. Like if you line them up, no, they have in the to. release order. No. I don't agree with that one. Because it would make no sense, because there's no age difference or anything like that for the Guardians characters. They're aliens. Yeah. One's half Peter's god, age. Yeah. Uh, I guess, but he's like half alien. Yeah, he's half alien. He, he's god, got so. that all <laughs> rod genes. Yeah. That's why he doesn't age. <laughs> no. 
All right. Uh, I guess that brings the end of the discussion. Is there anything else you want to touch I on just, before we I just want to, like, I know, obviously, for this, we're going to talk a lot about, like, the core, like, Marvel story or stuff. But I the, the reason, that's not, when I opened this episode and I'm like, everyone should be watching this. If you're not into Marvel, you're missing out. All of that's literally not what I'm talking about when I say you're missing yeah, out. Like, okay. the thing I'm yeah. enjoying most about this episode uh, this show so far is none of what we're actually talking about is is actually straight up just watching and enjoying the episodes for their comedy their parody on sitcoms and this sort of stuff because all of that even if you don't give a fuck about marvel i just think straight up fucking hilarious like this episode was very funny like that whole uh stalk scene on the, yeah. the oh, hilarious loved it absolutely great all the the, the ways it plays into the the, the stereotypes of the period like um the brady bunch period and, and, and ripping off these sorts of things like uh the, the amount of vision jokes with him like it cuts that scene where you know press go and he's like doing the diaper thing i'm like oh this is great this is this is such Even good just, shit like for me as well it's always as we mentioned last episode of the episode before was how much fun paul bettany's having with this and he Ooh. has that in his own moments throughout this whole thing like man a he rocked that hairstyle when he yeah. was like human vision like that looked fucking awesome on him but he was just like he was just so funny and charismatic throughout the whole thing so far um that i i'm really enjoying his performance as well as um olsen i can't elizabeth remember olsen. her elizabeth olsen there we go um being and also this was the first uh when i don't know why about her look in this one where i was like holy fuck now i see her more relations to the the rest of the Olsons and everything. <laughs> like now I see it way more than I have in previous times of seeing her. I think this this episode is probably her best Wanda performance. Um <laughs> I think I think between having all the comedy stuff done and then like just all the scenes where she's actually just straight up doing magic and stuff, it's all that's all fun. But then that that scene where she snaps and it feels like you've all of a sudden entered the horror movie, that was that was kind of it. That yeah. that kind of set the tone for the series between the, the the high comedies and then the high like what the fuck is going on. And I know? don't think I don't think until now we have seen that potential in her performance as the Scarlet Witch. Like I don't no. think we we've whereas I think the Scarlet Witch always has that potential in the comic books because she's a very she has very unhinged moments and is always on the edge. Um, whereas I I've never always seen that from her in her performance well i mean this. all her unhinged moments so far have been good unhinged moments you know yes, where she like drops yeah. a house on thanos or throws a bunch of spaceships on a bunch of chachari yeah. or whatever it, yes. i mean if anything this show just you know continues three episodes in just continues to go okay well here's a couple <laughs> vision and, and wanda who i didn't give any fucks about and wouldn't have shipped wouldn't have shipped them off any day any day of the week and now three episodes, I'm like, yeah, I'm all about this. This is great. This is the the best character work these characters have got for these characters. You know, it's these Disney Plus shows are really going to do great things for the MCU where these B tier, C tier Marvel characters that aren't ever going to get the starring role in the Avengers movies and whatever else are now going to get their chance to shine. And this show's just proven that. So, yeah, definitely. All right, well, I think we'll end it here for this week. Uh, so let us know what you thought of the latest episode of WandaVision. What are your theories? Uh, let us know on Twitter by going to explosion.com slash Twitter. Uh, if you want to help us out, leave us a review either on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or, or if you want to help us monetarily, give us 
go over to ko-fi.com slash explosion leave us pick us up a little coffee that would be nice uh well i guess make sure you watch the next episode of wandavision uh enjoy us next time for another all new marvel cast Thank you.